Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to daily news digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing too guys, that's not all they have. They also have they also have finish if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader or a person. How-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For tonight's podcast episode, I actually have my good friend Tamika with me, and we are actually going to be doing our WandaVision Season 1 review, Episodes 1 through 5. What we're going to do first is we're going to recap the first four episodes, and then in Episode 5 is where we're going to be camping out for the rest of the time. So, hello to everyone, Tamika. Hello, everyone. Apparently, I am rocking my 80s hair since this new newest episode was from the 80s, and I planned this whole thing. And that's all you, I have to you say. You totally did. Yeah, I have to say, you definitely got it spot on. You definitely um, have that. Yeah. Control. You definitely have Asian <laughs> okay. Rambo's, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Cosplay down to a pet to a tee. We got glasses on, but it's fine. Just roll right. with exactly. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> throw this thing down. So, 
my speculation was this. I always, whenever it uh, was announced that WandaVision was actually going to become a TV series, I was excited for it. I couldn't wait to actually see what they were going to do with it. Then the pictures comes out, right? And the pictures and everything is like in black and white. Okay, then after that, they said it was going to be a sitcom. So it, automatically in my brain, it was going to be like, okay, honey, I'm home kind of scenario where everything is perfect. She's got vision back in her life. Everything is perfect in the world of Wanda. Meanwhile, our world is being torn to pieces because of the repercussions of what Wanda is doing in her head. So that was my uh, my philosophy on what I thought was going to happen in this series. What about you, though? What did you think of the, uh, just on paper and what you saw in the pictures and everything? What was your idea for it? Um, I was confused <laughs> when I saw the trailer for WandaVision, I was thinking in my head, okay, how is this going to play out? Because I'm still going off of Endgame. And um, uh, I can't believe I forgot the, <laughs> the other movie. Endgame. Fill in the blank. <laughs> yeah. I, I know what you're talking about, though, too. You're talking about Endgame, yeah. and then after Endgame... Uh, Okay, now you're making me drop blank. <laughs> See, now the audience going to be like, how could you forget? Oh, my God. Right. How how you? You, you call yourself Marvel fans, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> anyway, I yeah. thought it was going to like, I was coming off those last two films. So I was confused. I was like, okay, why is Vision? Infinity War. Infinity yeah. War. There you go. Infinity War oh, yeah. and Endgame. And I was saying to myself, why is Vision still alive? What's going on here? And then it just start kind of going in between like sitcoms. You know, it's like black and white. And then it went to color. Um, so, yeah, I was I was intrigued yet confused. Right. Hold on. So anyway, I keep talking. Yeah. So I was intrigued. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Sorry <laughs> about that. Some uh, technical issues and stuff like that. Okay. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so here we go. So you were saying that with WandaVision and everything, you were kind of confused with what they were actually going to go with the feel, the style, and yeah. what they were trying to do for it, right? Yeah, totally. So especially with uh, Vision being alive, and that was what we, you, you were confused about. Yes, especially Very in the event of Infinity's uh, in the Infinity War, yeah, uh, movie as well. So yeah. I, I can I can actually understand that because, you know, like I said before, I mean we are Marvel fans, but also too, you know, we are also fans of the MCU. MCU is totally different what the comics are, so we're not sure exactly what they were going to go for. But it looks like now we already know that this is actually going to be the House of M, which is actually something I'm actually excited about. Which the House of M is pretty much where Doctor Strange has to go into Wanda's head and destroy everything that she has actually created, which is also caused by the multiverse of madness, which we're going to be getting from Doctor Strange. So that makes me excited. Oh, so that so that would be the comic to read to yep. get a sense of what's going on in this series, right? Yep, House of M is actually the one that you would actually need to okay. actually understand. Of the concept of what they're going for. 
do you think they are going to go according to the storyline and bring in Doctor Strange? Yeah, I really do. I wouldn't be surprised if we see like Doctor Strange peeking in the window and be like this, like a little guest on the show, on Wanda's vision of the show. But yeah, I could definitely see them doing something like that. Cool. Because you know how back in those days and everything, if they had like a guest star coming in during the uh, old sitcoms, <laughs> somebody in the window and be like, hey, you know. So I wouldn't be surprised if we actually saw something like that from Doctor Strange. Yeah. So that's just my theory. That's, but hey, I've been wrong on the show so far. So <laughs> let's go on ahead and get into episode one. So... In episode one, we actually see Wanda and Vision. They're back together again. They're Once again, Wanda is happy. She's a happy-go-lucky person. She has Vision back in her life. It's that honey-eye-home kind of feel to it, which is something that I was actually knew that it wasn't going to throw me for a loop. It was going to be in black and white. It also has a little bit of the Honeymooners uh, touch in it, also mixed in with a little bit of Big Bewitched as well in the first episode. So I thought the setup was really good, especially uh, the scene that I really liked was when Wanda is actually doing the dishes, and then all of a sudden it winds up hitting uh, Vision upside the head, and Vision has that little corny smile on his face. It's mm-hmm. like, Wanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But she did say like, "Oh, your your head is so indestructible." Right. On other um, YouTube outlets, they were saying that could be a clue. As well, they were just speculating. Okay. Then also, too, we also know that it's unclear of what. This is another thing that I liked about it, though. Vision even doesn't know what he does for a living. So. <laughs> Just, I don't even know what he does. <laughs> right. So it's like, what do you, and he's like, what do I do for a living? And this is also a callback to the fifth episode mm-hmm. and everything too, where he's questioning things. So mm-hmm. even in the very first episode, Vision is actually questioning things in a quirky way in episode one, which is supposed to be comical. But in episode five, it doesn't feel so comical. It feels more dark than it does comical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everything. Yeah. So I definitely love that aspect where Vision's like, "What do I do here?" And then the guys are over there working with him and everything. Oh, you know, we just go in here collect data and everything. And and you're one of the fastest data analysts that we ever had. You're like a computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. So I definitely love that little nod. It's like, duh, I am a computer. This is why yeah. I can get things done. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Because wasn't it, too, that that was the episode where Wanda went to the garden party? Yeah. No, no. episode two was. Two. That was two, right? Yep. Uh, Don't Touch That Dial was episode two, which is actually the one that has them going to Dottie's party. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, in one, the part I liked was, um, I think he, he drew a heart on the calendar. And she was yep. like, oh, my gosh, it's our anniversary. And then she was getting all dolled up in, like, a <laughs> lingerie. And the boss came over. And then she came out like, guess who? And then he's like, Wanda, what are you wearing? And she's like, oh, oh, no, no. <laughs> and then they had to play it off like this is their, that's what they do in uh, France or Romania uh, yeah. or somewhere. Uh, what's she's a uh, Sokovia. Sokovia, like, yeah, right. Yeah, right, that's a Sokovia greeting. 
I was like, okay. <laughs> and this is how they dress. And she's like, oh no, I'm exposed. And I think some kind of way she changed into a, you know, a dress. Right. And then she pulled him aside. She's like, what's going on? He's like, my boss is coming over for dinner. That's what the heart's for. She's like, oh no, I didn't make anything. Right. But, um, of course, I like the fact that she can whip up anything quickly. <laughs> right. She's like the um, air fryer that you actually need when it comes down to preparation. <laughs> <laughs> so I should name my air fryer Wanda. Wanda, yeah. I'm going to make some fries. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I, that, to be honest with you, I do love those scenes. And not only that, but even uh, Wanda's like, well, what is today? What is so, there's something about today that makes it so special? Yeah. Then she sees the heart on there, which is actually supposed to be uh, something that uh, Vision actually put on there, saying that the, it was supposed to be the hearts that are supposed to be coming to dinner, which is his boss for a di business dinner, yeah, and, and his wife. So I thought that was actually pretty funny. It's like one of those old, you know, sitcoms where they actually get mixed up with certain things mm -hmm. and with certain days or whatever. And then that uh, there's that crossover where they don't know where there's a whole entire mix up on the day of the anniversary yeah. and stuff like that. That's what it reminds me of. But how is she supposed to know? <laughs> like if there's a heart, like why couldn't right. he just write my boss over for dinner? Like I don't. <laughs> If I see a heart, I'm thinking, oh, man, is that anniversary? Let me get sexy. So oh. I don't really blame her. Hello. Hey, Taki hey, Chan. And uh, Tara says hello. Hey, Tara. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, like I said, with another thing, though, too, that I would like to actually talk about, too, is the fact whenever his boss does come over for dinner, he's actually nervous because even his boss said the last person that he had dinner with, he fired. So he's very nervous. And then all of a sudden, Wanda's doing all this crazy stuff. He's like, this is going to be a disaster. And then, of course, she's having pans flying all over the place and things like that. And then the uh, where the kitchen is, there's actually some blinds and everything and Wanda winds up opening the blinds up and you see these pots and pan, pans all of a sudden just going all over the place but what makes me laugh is uh, the wife is like the boss's wife is like well I'm going to go help Wanda he goes no 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 she's got it she has it all under control and all of a sudden he starts singing yakety yak oh yeah yeah goes, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and she's like da -da -da -da, you know how they like and I think she made breakfast for dinner. Yeah, um, she did. Yeah. And then she was like, dinner is served. You know, and they was <laughs> like, oh, what a cute concept, breakfast for dinner. But uh, right. like you said, it, it, it all plays out innocent. And then the boss is choking. And okay. then you can see the wife going, Haha, oh, stop. Stop, stop yeah. it, stop it, stop. You know, it's almost like a disturbing plea for help. Right. Um, and he he chokes and and vision uses his powers to get which vision needs to be a paramedic. Actually, I think he's in the wrong line of business because he's <laughs> got a lot done as a paramedic or a doctor. You do some surgery, get up in there. 
take out the blockage. Boom. But then our insurance rates may go high, right? Because right. of like, all that he can do. And he's like, oh, I need extra pay because I'm using all my powers. So maybe that was a bad idea. Yeah, that might be a little bit of a bad idea. It's things Just you have little... to think about. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what, though? With that whole entire scene, what I was thinking was when she was going and saying, oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. It had a Twilight kind of feel to it, a Twilight Zone kind of feel to it. But at the same time, it's making me wonder. It goes back over to episode five where these people are actually in pain and everything, mm-hmm. too. So I'm thinking, too, with the husband choking on his dinner, maybe that he's actually hurting as well. So I'm yeah. thinking that that's what's going on. And then, of course, Wanda's over there changing up the way the story is actually being perceived. So I'm thinking that's also something being played out as well. Yeah, and you notice the the shift too, like when when Vision like gets the blockage out of his throat, the food, it all yeah. of a sudden shifts, and then it's like, oh well, time for us to go home, ha ha ha, and then you have laugh tracks, <laughs> and it's like that's right. kind of disturbing, you know. Somebody just was on the floor choking, and then it just snaps like that and then it's like okay we continue on with the story right so yeah and then that, right there is a clue that something's kind of off right i think even vision even senses something though too just his expression mm-hmm. on his face but he doesn't yeah. know quite what to do with it yet or anything like that or what to expect but yeah. in episode two of uh, don't touch that dial uh we have a dick van dyke kind of flavor to it um, there's a magic show that him and Wanderer are supposed to be doing together. Uh, Angus, uh, um, you know, she winds up giving Wanda a cake. Vision's neighborhood watch. He also goes to neighborhood watch. Vision does because he's not so sure about the neighborhood <laughs> or anything like that. Also, too, at the very beginning, we actually have a little bit of a thunderstorm. They're actually scared. They push, and all of a sudden, Wanda is, is pretty much push, pushes the uh, beds together. And everything, and oh, yeah. Vision. You know what else I like though was Vision was actually scared to get out of bed because I don't know what that is. Because I don't know what that is either. Well, who, we, somebody needs to check it out. Just well, fine. I guess I will. So she winds up opening up the curtains, and it was just a bush, a tree just banging up against the tree. Yeah. So I thought that was actually pretty funny. Yeah, and then for some reason that turned him on, and they had to go have sex. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, sure, why not? <laughs> right, exactly. Let's go in and incorporate a guy. Yeah. So let's see here. Um, then, of course, um, let's see. And then, of course, Wanda tries to win Dottie over by, uh, because she's actually in charge of the school. She's in charge of everything that goes on in that town. So Dottie's actually the go-to person to suck up to if you want something done in that town. Mm-hmm. So um, then also, too, while that's going on, you have Vision that's actually in the neighborhood watch in the library. And one of the guys actually offer him a piece of gum. He mm-hmm. goes, no, I, I can't eat. I mean, I cannot eat past seven. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that's right. right? <laughs> and then... <laughs> He gets the gum, right? And then he winds up eating, the, chewing the gum, and then he accidentally swallows it. 
And at that point, that's when you actually see what happens on the inside of him because he's actually a computer. And I actually love that aspect of us seeing what's going on in the inside of his body. Yeah. Yeah. Because it reminds me of a fact like factory workers back in the day, whenever they used to uh, used to have to go in there and see what's going on with the disc to see why it's not turning. It could be yeah. something going on with the tracking and stuff. And that's exactly what that reminds me of. So I thought that was actually pretty funny. Well, also in cartoons, you know, when yeah. like Tom and Jerry and those type of cartoons, they'll pan onto a person's stomach and then you see like a little factory or a little motor inside. They kind of right. reminded me of that too. Same, same here. Now, John, was. Was the second episode too where the um, toy helicopter was in? Yep. Okay. yep, this was where the helicopter came in. This is also where we have a little bit of a Pleasantville kind of flavor though to it too, where you have a little bit of uh, of color that is actually added into this part mm-hmm. as well. So I actually love the Pleasantville flavor to it and things like that. And, uh, you know, I definitely like that aspect where you didn't quite know what was going on. Because I don't know if you knew about my prediction on what I thought the helicopter was, but I was thinking it was actually Ant-Man's uh, technology where they, where maybe there was an actual helicopter flying over, and then all of a sudden he sh- they shrink it down to uh, small toy size. So that's what my thinking was. Once again, wrong. Once we actually get into episode four. <laughs> so... But I like the fact I'm always I'm not always right anymore. So that uh, yeah. or, I'm glad. Well, we joked they were at the garden party. Well, yeah. I joked with you. I was like, "Why is there a black person here and everybody's friendly and this supposed to be the fifties?" And I was like, "Something's off here." <laughs> right. And I'm glad that you actually made that statement though too, because in my head, remember what I told you? I said, well, maybe in Wanda's vision, Wanda's imagination, that there is no racism or anything mm-hmm. like that. Everybody gets along. And then once you get into episode th- uh, episode four, mm-hmm. we wind up in well, episode three and four, we realize that's a whole entire different scenario of what yeah. actually happens. Yeah, so yeah. it's not what we thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and like at the garden party, you can see that they um, we were talking to Dottie, right? Yeah, Dottie. Yep. And they were talking, and then the radio start to come on, and it was like this frequency, and then you hear a voice, and then I know I noticed that Wanda was like, "What is that?" And I think that's when it kind of jump cut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So give me okay. Here's the thing. Um, help, help me, Rhonda, is playing over the radio by mm-hmm. the Beach Boys. Okay, yeah, yeah. I grew up with a lot of 1950s and 60s music. Wow. <laughs> but yeah. So help, help me, Rhonda was playing over the radio, and you know what though? I was thinking that was like a little nod to maybe the town, or maybe to uh, or to maybe Wanda now, where it's like mm-hmm. help, help me, Wanda, instead of help, help me, Rhonda. Oh, okay, okay. Get me out of your head. Because mm. the lyrics is help, help me, Rhonda, help me get me out of your head. So what if it's help, help me, Wanda, get me out of your head? Because okay. they are actually in her head using yeah. them as a sitcom. So that's something I was actually thinking of. Mm. So 
then after that, you actually hear Jimmy Woo's voice playing over the radio and goes, Wanda, Wanda, why are you doing this? Wanda. And then at that, it jumps, like you said, over to the magic show aspect of it with the Dick Van Dyke kind of flavor to it, where everything's all peachy, everything is fine. The mm-hmm. radio thing never even happened. And I love the magic show stuff. I really did. I thought that yeah. that was really comical with Vision about how the gum is actually sucked. Because I do not know why. There is just something off with me today and everything. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and he's doing some off-the-wall stuff. He's actually doing the magic tricks wrong yeah. and everything. Yeah, and cover for him. But I love how Wanda tr- covers it up, though. It's like, yeah. well, we're just going to have to show you how this trick is actually done. And then, next thing you know, it they carry the piano off. Then also, too, uh, there's also another scene where there's one of us supposed to disappear in the box, but in, but instead they wind up making uh, Rambo pop up out, oh, out yeah. of the box. Yeah, she's like, where? <laughs> <laughs> so that look was actually for real though, because she didn't, she was not expecting that either. So that was also another aspect of how Wanda was actually controlling her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, so. going back to the garden party where she met Rambo, and Rambo's like, I feel so out of place here, and I'm just new in town. And then they start to kind of connect at right. the party. And that I guess that could be a clue, which is <laughs> uh, going into the, the episodes we're, we're about to get into. Or why right. she felt so out of place. Right. Um, matter of fact, episode three is called Now in Color, which now has, we got rid of the Pleasantville uh, aspect where it was black and white. Now it's all in color, which is also another part of Pleasantville, the movie. If you haven't seen Pleasantville, yeah. the movie, or anything like that with Tobey Maguire, check that movie out. It's really great. It has some key things. So check that out. But as far as now in color this actually has a brady bunch flavor to it wanda is pregnant she keeps getting closer to the due date after she even after she the doctor comes over there to check on her and everything she just keeps on getting bigger and bigger and agnes visits visits wanda and every single scene agnes is always there yeah yeah i noticed that i I think the funny part is vision was reading books about what to expect and then Just, they were building a nursery and then I think she was six months and then she jumped to eight or something like that and then right. she was like oh goodness and then he was like let me flip the page here so I can see what we need to expect he's like you're going out a minute oh yeah there's one the, before we get into the that part of the episode remember in episode two where the guy is actually coming out of the sewer. We don't know who he is from or anything like that. I thought he was actually going to be from like AIM or something like that. But instead it's uh, from S.W.O.R.D. Yeah. Which is actually the same agency that Rambo comes from. But we don't know that until like episode four, but still. Mm -hmm. Uh, So anyways, she winds up taking him out of the whole entire equation as well. And everything. It looks like static is coming uh, coming through your TV. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, it fizzles out, and next thing you know, Vision and her are actually in the, the house, back inside okay. the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you then episode three, um, yeah. is where we're going through. Yeah, I was gonna say you notice any anything that seems disruptive, it just kind of cut, 
as if the audience isn't supposed to to know, hey, what happened there? It's almost right. like she brainwashed us. Like she kind of <laughs> uh, cut things so that we'll just get back to the series. Like, oh, okay, I guess we were on commercial break. Which, you see, I didn't think of it like that, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. I'm glad that you actually thought of it in that context. For me, it was like anything that Wanda didn't like, she was like the executive producer, the editor, everything. And if she didn't want you in her show, you're yeah. out of there. You're out. So that's what I felt like. Anything she didn't like, she got rid of. So I just yeah. felt like that she was the director of this world kind of thing. But I love your aspect a lot better than my aspect. But I, I really I like how you actually uh, cover that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're her audience. So she right. wants us to see what she wants us to see. And anything disruptive, she she cuts. Because she doesn't know that we know what's going on. <laughs> right. right. Even head. though we know what's going on. Yeah, we like, that's right. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I definitely like that. And then, of course, you know, like I mentioned before, she gets bigger and bigger. We mentioned that. And then another funny part that I thought that was actually actually funny vision actually goes on ahead runs all the way to where the doctor is he's supposed to be going on <laughs> yeah. vacation yeah. he's speeding running through it and meanwhile agnes is there delivering the babies and by the time um, vision gets there um uh rambo yeah rambo is delivering rambo, the babies rambo came over because every time yeah, she yeah. Would have contra contractions like everything in the house would go crazy and then right. he's like oh boy and then, and then that's when the the stork, right, came out of nowhere, and yeah, then she's the like, uh, and then Rambo's like, "Hey, girl, what's going on?" They came over for some sugar. Let me tell you about my day. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, geez, here we go. The good times, good times." <laughs> and then it was funny. Because Rambo just be talking and talking, and then the stork would be like, "Hey, girl, what's going on? Time you pop them babies." Right. <laughs> it, 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 it did seem like that, right? It did seem like that. Like then she tried to get like, "Man, he won't go anywhere." <laughs> and the and the stork is like, "Hey, what's up? What's going on? Yeah. Come on, and let's get these babies over here." <laughs> interesting that trick he did was what they used to do to pregnant actresses. Especially in um, I Love Lucy is where they started that, where the actress was pregnant and it wasn't in the script. They would just put objects in front of them. And that's what right. Wanda was doing. She was just like putting objects in front of her. And Rambo was like, girl, you are right. <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah, I just uh, really like these noodles in front of me. Giant <laughs> pot of noodles. I added that. But that's an example. <laughs> <laughs> so you just did something to Wanda. Okay. Bam. Bam. Do it so, right yeah. back here. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely love that aspect where Wanda's trying to cover up her how fast her pregnancy is actually going because she's trying to be normal to the outside world and everything. Oh, let's see. Techie Chan says Dino Mike. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tara's laughing her butt off. Okay. So then, of course, you know, Agnes, um, I actually said Agnes delivers the baby. Okay, so it's actually. Well, did come over. Okay. 
thing. That's right. That's when the stork is actually acting crazy and everything. Yeah, too, the stork is going crazy. He's like, girl, it's time for you to deliver these babies. I ain't going nowhere till these babies pop out. <laughs> and then she was and like, then, oh, I'm pregnant. And then that's when Rambo had to help her deliver. And I like how Rambo saw all this crazy stuff happening. She was like, oh, boy, must be something wrong with electricity. Wow. <laughs> oh, something's flying around. That's strange, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely normal. Just normal. <laughs> I'm just trying to get these babies out of her. That's all I care about. Trying to deliver these children. <laughs> but, you know, then after that happens, after the babies are delivered, Vision comes back with the doctor on his back. <laughs> and <laughs> then he winds up finding out that, you know, that Wanda had the babies. He, and he brought the doctor over there for no reason. The doctor says, I'm just going to go on ahead and take the bus. <laughs> Yeah, but then, then I'll like, take you back, right? Everything is Everything fine. Is fine. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> you know what? I need to actually get that as a t-shirt for you for that quote. Everything, Everything is, is fine. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. I'm telling you. We'll, we'll deal with that later. Right. But yeah, you and know, I, yeah. yeah, and then at that point, Wanda figures out that there's something off about Rambo. Well, Rambo exposed herself. I guess she was. Well, I guess she came to, like maybe the um, whatever Wanda the spell Wanda put her on was wearing off. I'm thinking right. that she was like, you know. Well, uh, also yeah. too, Wanda also noticed the necklace on her though. Yeah, that too. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I remember that where she she noticed the necklace on her. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, where he, where she noticed the uh, the necklace on her uh, mm -hmm. and everything, which comes from sword and everything. Yeah, because so. it was the same symbol that was on the little toy plane. That crashed through the bushes in episode two, I believe. Yeah, that was in episode two with the uh, thing. Yeah, and that's when with she the, was with like, the helicopter. Ultron. I hope I said it right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, he killed your brother. Yeah. And that's when. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, what'd you say? <laughs> we don't speak then, that here. <laughs> Then all of a sudden, going ahead, uh, and all of a sudden, she uh, Wanda's like, "What's going on here? We don't, yeah. you don't think of that." Next thing you know, it Wanda winds up using her superpowers and brings her flying across the uh, yeah. outside of the outside of every single house through the this, neighborhood. This is, this is my impression. Now, Wanda. Oh, 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 oh. And for all our audio listeners, if you guys are listening, this is what Tamika is doing. She's outstretching <laughs> her arms, and then she's waving her arms around. And then she's flying back, acting like she's actually a Rambo flying through the fences. Just thought I'd, let you th just thought I'd throw that in. <laughs> it was Wanda all the time. 
That's pretty much what happened. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's my so impression. Now that, okay. Now that that, <laughs> that happens, all of a sudden we see the FBI, we see S.W.O.R.D., we see all that stuff. Well, it led to my speculation of the fact that while her world is all happy and go lucky, our world is being torn apart. Mm-hmm. So in one aspect, I'm kind of right. And in one aspect, I'm kind of wrong. Hmm. Oh, ta- uh, the tacky Chan says she loves it. <laughs> That's what she did. <laughs> I don't know how many buildings she blew through, but man. But my one brother. That's all I gotta tell you. <laughs> Do not mention that. That's just mm. like mentioning uh, to uh, Bucky that that file that was actually on uh, Civil War. <laughs> yeah, don't say no so, codes. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyways, uh, so after that winds up happening, we realize that there is something going on in this little town. Yeah. And then that's when we're met up with, of course, again, with the per- uh, Jimmy Woo, the FBI mm-hmm. agent, and everything. And, of course, they're picking um, Rambo off the ground at that <laughs> point and escorting her over to the base. Yeah. And then, of course... I love the intro, though. I loved how this actually sets up in the fourth episode, where you just see the FBI agents. It feels yeah. like an X Files kind of vibe to it, if you actually look at it from that perspective. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, they had to pick up on. Come on, Rambo, get up off the ground, girl. <laughs> Why are you laying down? <laughs> and then, of course, we realize too yeah. that this town is now being controlled by Wanda. It's a small yeah. town being controlled. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I think it was either going back to episode one or two, you know, where the, the credits roll and then you see somebody writing writing in a notepad and we're thinking to ourselves, what's going on here? Is this some type of... Because I was thinking that Wanda was trapped in this TV sitcom and some agent agency was forcing her into this that's what i was thinking at first but you know as the episodes go on um we see that wanda is trapping everybody like you said right but yeah i i like how episode three four we're on four right four. yeah we're on yeah, four like now episode four each episode unravels the mystery and right. With episode four, you see, oh, that person was Darcy that was writing in the notepad. And then you see how she was able to to see the sitcom. And whatever the those fancy scientific words she was using. <laughs> but I definitely liked how she was actually with uh, other scientists and everything, and they're not allowed to even talk to each other or things like that. And then Darcy actually picks up on the um, sonic waves and stuff like that and realizes that she needs a TV. Yeah. Not just any TV. She needs one of those old school TVs that we used to have to, with the rabbit ears, with, uh, that we used to put foil on all the time to get a better reception. Man. Or where we actually had to bang it a couple of times to get it to work. Whatever it doesn't really work. I'm telling you. So I I could not watch my Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I was like, come on. And you would think, (laughs) why does she have that TV and Buffy was out back then? And I was like, we're poor. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. 
<laughs> Don't feel bad. I had one too. I had one that of those two. Question. <laughs> but you know, I love that aspect of where it feels like even now the characters are now watching a TV show rather than us watching a TV show. And remember, yeah. too, we ever wondering who is actually watching Wanda and yeah. Vision on thing and it was Darcy that whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And and in that in this episode, I like too that we were introduced to Rambo. Right. Yeah. Um and and that opening scene, I think this is for where yeah. it shows like right after the snap of um Thanos, like everything kind of comes together and there's like these voices that's coming from Rambo, like her mom's voice. And then you could hear not only her mom's voice, but um, I can't believe I forgot her name, but I'm just going to say Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> but right. she had Carol, real- Carol Danvers. Carol. Yeah, you hear Carol's voice too. Um, and one um, podcast host was saying how the the intro to that, where Rambo is going through the hospital reminding him of the walking dead. Ooh, that intro was like everything's disoriented and she's just trying to find answers. And you know, like it said, this right. is everybody missed what five years of their life. So they're coming right. back at awkward times. Right. And not only that, but wherever you were during that time and what you were doing during that time, that's where you're gonna wind up at. Yeah. So that was an interesting aspect to it. And also, too, is could you, okay, John Campia, I'm actually going to reference him a little bit. He was saying, could you imagine if someone was giving labor and all of a sudden the woman just (laughs) winds and it's halfway out, the baby's halfway out, and then all of a sudden she just disappears and there's the baby. No, I can't imagine that. That's terrible. <laughs> you gotta relive that again. No, no, because the baby's already out. She don't have to relive that again. She just has to go find her baby. <laughs> That's oh, even... No, <laughs> but we actually do see Rambo inside that um, room, though. Yeah, where where she was last uh, at? Because remember, her mom had cancer. The, mm-hmm. And remember, the doctors, even night nurse, nice night nurses in this movie, in this TV series. Are you familiar with night nurse at all? Night nurse? Yeah. Oh, yes, no, since I'm asking you. <laughs> okay. Night nurse is actually the people where all the Marvel super uh, superheroes or heroes go to un- under the radar if they don't want to be checked in or anything like that. So what she does is she goes on ahead and she takes care of these superheroes under the table, and she only specializes in superheroes and heroes and everything. So if you want something under the radar, if you don't want doctors knowing or anything like that, Night Nurse is the person that you would actually go to. As a matter of fact, Night Nurse was actually used in Daredevil on the TV series mm. and everything, too, okay. as and stuff like that. But in the MCU, it's actually Doctor Strange's uh, nurse that that he that was actually in Doctor Strange one when we got mm-hmm. first introduced to her. Wow. So I thought that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Thanks for telling me that. You're welcome. Yeah, but yeah, um, she winds up saying, "Yeah, we did get the cancer, but the cancer came back. It's been four years since you've been gone." 
and it's like, what the hell, yeah. <laughs> you know? That was terrible. Yeah. Dang. But yeah, she and and then she goes on to Sword, and then we find out what Sword is all about, and her mom created it. Right. Which, um, I'm assuming is this when Shield fell apart, and then she was trying to create Sword as like a, a backup, bring back the the pure the integrity of what Shield should have been. That's what I'm thinking. That's that's what I'm actually speculating on. As well, and also too, her ID badge doesn't even work anymore either. Yeah, can you believe that? And that's her mom. And well, her, don't forget, her mom was also protecting her, though uh, too. Remember, whenever yeah. she see and she goes and all the agent, the main agent wants to do is just put her on as desk duty. And yeah, too. And she's supposed to be running the show, right? <laughs> Which so, is something you need to watch out for it too. Be like trying to take her job. Right. There's <laughs> also a, with Darcy though. She's over there watching the TV. Jimmy Woo is over there watching it. And there Darcy's over there eating chips, acting like it's just another TV show. And he's just looking at her like, what the hell? He goes, yeah. I'm invested. That's what she, yeah. she goes, I'm invested. Yeah. So yeah. I definitely love that. Um, to me, I thought episode four was really good. It was very, very well balanced out episode. Mm -hmm. We actually explained a lot of what we were speculating on, what we wanted to see from episode four. So I definitely loved that. And then yeah. in episode five, this is where, and, oh yeah, in episode four too, remember, it shows where the Infinity Stone once was in Vision's head. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's when reality starts to come into play. Because I like, right. wonder what's going on. And then she's like, oh, and she opens her eyes and then she she recreates her own vision reality. Yeah. Well, right. Because that vision of vision is not the vision that she wants to see. Mm -mm. So, that's three my, visions and one vision. So, I feel like my, my question is like, so is this Vision's subconscious or what is? Well, don't forget, we don't, we still don't know how she did it, because remember, in episode five, in Vision's will, it said that she wasn't supposed to do anything to his body is not to be used in any type of scientific way, not supposed to be recreated, reorchestrated, rewritified, or anything, and wanted broke every single one of those rules. Wow, okay. Which she broke. But also too, it's making me wonder this. Maybe she maybe it's not she's not using his subconsciousness. Maybe she's not using anything because he's actually dead. Maybe mm -hmm. she's just using her own thoughts to recreate what she wants to actually recreate. Maybe she's not breaking any bylaws or anything. Maybe the government actually have that part wrong. Maybe she's trying to just recreate what she thinks of vision. Is supposed to be, and that's yeah. what's happening. Yeah, because well, we're 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 on the current episode now, but right. I, which my, is like um, <laughs> family ties is what it's nineteen um, eighties. Yeah, yeah, I, it's like a wow. little bit of family ties, like you said, and for me, like Full House, because her sisters were the twins on Full House, the actress, 
Um, and for me personally, it seemed like step by step, but that's just me. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I just I love this episode. I thought it's set up really well. Also, too, the kids are now not well remember vision and them are trying to figure out what they're going to do about the twins and everything and all of a sudden the twins winds up becoming like ages five or six in just <laughs> a, 10 minutes i get the fact kids grow up so fast but damn they grow up so fast yeah especially with the puppy and then it's right. like okay so me and your dad talked and we said that you can have a puppy when you're 10. they're like okay pop 10. And then it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> right? And then there's also a lesson that they're trying to teach their kids, though, too. Yeah. Which is hypocritical, if you actually think about it, on the context of what she's trying to teach them. Because the puppy winds up dying. Yeah. Because remember, um, the what's, what's that? The drone comes in and crash lands on the puppy and kills the puppy. Oh, man. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Because then yeah. that's when Wanda comes out with the drone. She's pissed off at the Asians and everything. But what I'm thinking is this. I'm, and stuff like that. The drone killed the puppy. And so anyways, this is what happens. She's trying to teach them a life lesson. Look, she's like, Mommy, can you bring him back? And then Vision comes back, comes in there into play. And so, and, and her friends he was, he was like, wait, you can do that? Mm-hmm. And now she's even questioning her motives and everything too. So yeah. that's another thing. So and then Vision actually has to come in and say, "Hey, look, we don't have. We're only here for a short time and a short period. Life is not internal. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't control what you can't do. Mm-hmm. And that's that's also too. But uh scarlet witch is actually saying to though too wanda winds up telling them that same thing and i'm thinking to myself you're being hypocritical yeah because you're trying to teach those kids those lessons and here you are doing the same thing that they want you them to do to the dog and you won't do it but because of the fact that uh you brought back vision and everything you're not going to bring back their dog Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And so she should have actually learned her lesson from that. That should have yeah. been her conscience saying, hey, look, I did something wrong and everything, kids. I brought back vision. Uh, this is why you're back now. This is what's going on now. Do not fall down the same path that I went on and everything. And I cannot bring your puppy back because of the fact that I brought vision back. And now, even though everything looks green on the outside, there's st- there's still problems that I'm still having and I'm still having to sort out. So yeah. you're being hypocritical to your own understanding. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and then, even if, oh, go ahead. Then Vision also in his own job. Remember they hook up the computers and yeah. I liked how they actually had like the little 90s dial-up internet and everything too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait. I'm like, this is supposed to be the 80s, not the yeah. 90s when we had dial-up. So you I guess you're trying to... The 80s or the 90s? Right. What do you, think? you think this episode is in the 80s or 90s? Between the 80s and 90s, since that's actually mentioned, I'm actually going to go with your theory of step-by-step a little bit, though, for this. Okay. Yeah, you they dress like this. Right. They dress like this, too, in the 90s. But 
<laughs> you know, and then <laughs> his friend is actually saying this to him. And remember, he had like a little bit of malfunction though, too. He's like, he uh, Vision winds up touching him. And then he goes, help me. Stop her. Stop mm -hmm. her. It's mm -hmm. hurting us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And everything. And so Vision is like, okay, this is a little too dark for me. Okay, go back to happy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, in the last um, episode before this one, um, he started to notice little things that didn't make sense. And he was right. questioning everything. And I want to say this is where the neighbor, her malfunction. Yeah. I, I want to say three or two, two or three where her malfunction and then he started cutting into the wall. And it's like, oh, her, that her. was, that was the Brady Bunch episode. Yeah, he's like, you're okay? He's like, yeah, I'm okay. Remember, he even says this. He goes, there's something wrong with your friend. And he's over there cutting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then Herb wanted to tell him, like, oh, um, Rambo doesn't belong here. And he right. was like, what is, what's going on? He, he wanted to tell him something and then right. act got in the way and said no don't and then all of a sudden it went happy so in each of the episodes we start to vision starts to kind of become conscious of the fact that something's off here right so and he wakes up in a new episode and then we realize in this current episode that wanda every time she puts visions to sleep and when he wakes up, he's in like a new episode and a new decade. And he was like, no, you're not going to put me to sleep this time. What's going on? Something's not right here. Right. But also, too, remember another thing, though, too. Wanda comes out with the drone. And then she's pissed off at the FBI agents. The FBI agents have the guns pointed towards her. And she, he goes, what you're doing is wrong. You're controlling these people. You need to let these people go. They are mm -hmm. hurting Wanda. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing is, well, you're the ones who have the guns pointed at me. I'm, and she does, she's justifying why she's doing it. And next yeah. thing you know, she winds up trying to turn the guns on the, on them, on him. And then she walks off. And then all of a sudden, her she doesn't have control over him, them anymore. Yes. Yes. I, I wanted to bring that point up, too, of what she talked about. She was like, you know... I'm just, why can't you just let me be happy? This is what I want. I'm happy. Right. And I, I talked to you about it, and I was like, you know, I think Wanda is just dealing with grief. Yeah. And she can't come piece together that her, I, I'm not sure they got married before Thanos took the the no. gym. But anyway, she can't piece together that her lover has died in a horrific way. And then she had to relive it over when he did the, the time stone. Like, that's, that that's does something. Yeah, it's traumatic. So, I, in a sense, I understand why Wanda has created this false sense of reality in her head. Because she didn't get to do everything she wanted to do with Vision. So, it's like, right. okay... I have a second chance and this is in my head 
this is my second chance. Vision's alive. We're married because we didn't get to be married. And she probably talked about that too in um in game. But I, yeah, I can't she talked about it a little bit. Yeah, and you know, we can go to somewhere and start a new life or something. She probably did talk about that. Well, so, remember in Infinity War when them when they were coming out of the store together holding hands, they were talking about their life being together. That was Infinity War? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Really, that's all the setup and everything was, was Infinity War was in that part. Yeah. Because okay. Thanos was just coming to Earth and everything else. Really, during um, the whole entire Endgame part, you don't really have that much conversation between Wanda and him. So that setup was actually in Infinity War, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, like, like I, I don't who's not there. Yeah, I, I can under like I said, I can understand her um kind of wanting to hold on to what she couldn't have. Like she couldn't right. have life with vision because he died horrifically and she had to repeat it over in her head. And and then she couldn't have children. So right. all this is just her dealing with grief and trying to cope. But she's harming others <laughs> as well right. in this reality. And I think in episode four, we find out that half the people in this town are that are cast members were um, agents of sword. Yep. I wanted to say shield. Don't know why. <laughs> but they well, were yeah, they were agents of so of, yeah, of sword that she turned into cast members. Right. Yeah, and then of course, the other thing I thought that was actually fascinating was whenever she said, "Where she wore the seventies clothes." The seventies clothes didn't change back into normal clothing, back to her normal twenty twenty one type of clothing style. It turned, it kept the same style. Remember, this is uh, Rambo, right? Or yeah, it's... Still, yeah, Rambo, but Rambo. Remember okay. when she? She has like the whole entire the her wardrobe, her clothes that she was wearing when she got zapped out of there. Oh yeah. And and she was actually mentioning that her clothes didn't change. And then all of a sudden her clothes are now bulletproof <laughs> because of the fact yeah. that she wore bulletproof vest. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, I thought that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And it's it's really strange how Wanda she could Going back to that scene where she was coming out of that that force field, it's really right. strange how she could kind of come out of it. And this, the I want to say, this is the first time we see her in a present day. Yep. And she's like, "What's going on?" It's like she broke the fourth wall, I guess, in a sense. And of course, the series is on pause. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you know she's not there. Right. Um, so it, I I want to say if there's a way that they they can figure out how to get, well they can get in, but right. it's like they can't. Once you're in, you can't remember. Right, because she's being because remember she didn't have control over her own body is what Rambo said. She felt very uncomfortable with the fact that. She had she didn't have control of her own body, but she's also defending Wanda though too. Remember, because even the agents called her out on that, and she goes, "Well, in your report, you said that 
you know, you felt very uncomfortable. You weren't self-aware of what your body was doing or anything like that because you weren't control over your own body. But now you're telling us that she's, she's okay. She didn't mean you any harm. And even then, even when she has a confrontation with Wanda outside that bubble, she's even saying, hey, Wanda, you mean to tell me after I delivered your babies, you don't have that friendship with me? You don't have that trust with me? Mm-hmm. Deep yeah. down, she doesn't want to let anybody in. But at the same time, though, I feel like she let Rambo in to something that she didn't even know that she was doing her own self, which was having some connection with somebody that she could actually feel close to rely yes. on yes so you know and the only person that she actually had the closeness with was her brother we're going to bring that up in a few minutes yeah and everything but yeah. you know i definitely love that and then of course after the this is another crazy thing that happens right the brother um all of a sudden she's talking to her kids and once she goes back into the bubble and then mm-hmm. she winds up telling them I used to I used to have a brother. And yep. you had a brother. Yeah, I had a brother. And we were very close. We were best friends and everything. We loved each other. And that just blew their minds. The next thing you know it, there's a <laughs> the doorbell rings. And there is her brother, but it's not the brother from the MCU universe. It's from <laughs> the universe from the Marvel, um, well, the Fox universe that they use. Yeah. So she pretty much recasted and rebooted her own brother to fit into this universe. Yeah. Wow. She's amazing. She can <laughs> like stretch to other okay. networks and then just. I have, yeah, I have a theory. Okay. What if this whole entire time that was all Wanda's fault for the Fox uh, for Fox having different ca- different actors was because Wanda was the one who was in control of the whole entire Fox thing. Mm. Where there were the different actors for the MCU, different actors for the Fox universe. So what does she do? She re- she ends up rebooting <laughs> her brother into this universe and incorporating. The mo- that mo- that type of um, X Men characters. Yes, yes. Because yeah. uh, for for the the people that don't know, I guess it's like an inside joke <laughs> with Marvel fans. Because if you look at the X Men movies from Fox, um, Quicksilver. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Magneto's uh, son, which is also Wanda's father. Yes, yes. And then when you see him in um, the um, Marvel movies, he's different. And then you're like, wait, what's going on? But Magneto isn't mentioning any of this. So it's like an inside joke. Like, there's the same character, but he's like on a different like network. He's like Fox and then it's Marvel. (laughs) But it's the same character. Okay, right. what's going on? So, you know, they brought that um, Fox character, like you said, into the Marvel universe. Because didn't Marvel purchase? Didn't they take Actually, over? Disney purchased uh, Fox Studios, which is why now the, those Marvel characters are now part of Marvel now. Mm, yeah, good. And I always have this quote 
whenever it came down to the X-Men and everything. Continuity, schmottinuity. It does not matter what, <laughs> where uh, the stories actually take place in the X-Men universe. Because they never mm -hmm. really went with continuity. So continuity, schmottinuity. They knew the movies would actually make bank, so they didn't go on ahead and can try and connect any type of uh, connectivity with anything after you'd got Days of Future Past. Mm, yeah. Wow. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> but I I personally, well, I'm going to go back to the episode, but this is just yeah. my opinion. I want them to reboot all the X-Men films and with Marvel. Like, I, yep. I just want Marvel's hands on it because I think we deserve um, new X-Men films. Yep, definitely. Whether they do it or not, I'm not sure. I don't know if everybody's just tired cool. and, like, I'm sick of X-Men, which that's not me. I know those people. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. I would actually say... Now, here's the thing. Okay. I would actually say, if it wasn't for that cameo, they might be just tired of the X-Men. But considering the fact we just got that cameo from Quicksilver being in this new episode tells me that they have their hands on X-Men right now. Good. That's that's what it tells me, that they have their mm -hmm. hands on it. They don't know quite what to do with it just yet or anything like that, but they are going to incorporate them in some way or fashion. And it's easy, too, because... I, in the comments, they always cross over. Because um, right. just this example I'm using, um, Storm with Black Panther. Like, they crossed over. You know, they were together. So it is, it is easy to cross over the two. Right. Definitely. So, let's see. Is there anything else that we really wanted to cover? Um, we did about the commercials yeah the commercials was actually pretty funny we have the i love lucy uh commercial then the very first one with the toaster by stark industries mm -hmm. i thought that was actually pretty clever i thought that was actually funny what about you yeah i i like that one it was awkward when they did the toaster and then it was like tick tock tick tock tick tock and then it just started to kind of escalate like a a noise and and then it's like bing it's done you're like okay whatever that's weird and then the one in this episode was um what was the name of that it was a paper towel yep it was supposed to be like dawn paper towels or tied paper you know the paper yeah. towel stuff yeah where, yeah oh my god mom i i spilled a drink what am i gonna do it's mm -hmm. okay honey we have we have these towels and don't worry. It look how tough these towels are. They're gonna get out that stain. It's gonna be okay. Mm -hmm. Just like any other nineties nineties commercial or eighties commercial. Then of course we also have the Hydra uh, cologne that makes you smell like a man. <laughs> that, uh -huh. <laughs> so the paper towels, like what? What is that reference to? I don't know. I don't. Because it. What was the name of the paper towels? Again, it starts with it, a T, but I can't remember. Okay, yeah, because it, it has to be referenced to something like, like right. we talked about Hydra, and then we talked about the toaster, right? With Stark, I'm gonna have yeah. to go back and re look at that because there's just okay. so much information in that episode that I'm gonna have to dissect again. 
Yeah. So we can do a recap for this one and then do the next episode after this. Yeah. But overall, this has been a great season so far. Yeah. Oh, um, I did want to mention one thing in um, the this this current episode is when uh, Wanda and Vision square off. Yeah. You know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Once he wakes up, like not wakes up, but once he's like start questioning, she's like, "Well, time for me to go to bed." No, I'm not. She's like, "Well, I'm going to bed." And then the credits roll, and then he's arguing with her. And then they go in the next room, and you know, of course, the episode's over with. Right, and and they're squaring off because he's like rising up and she's rising up. Rising like, up. what you want to do, son? Let's do it, son. Let's yeah. go. You know, and I want to <laughs> see the fight. By the way, but you know, right? And, and that's why I messaged you. I said, "Shit is about to go down." <laughs> it is. It was. I was like, "Oh snap!" But then I, I, I think she's more, she's more powerful than Vision. Yeah, right? she's ten so, times more powerful than Vision. So he kind of like was like, "Oh, I'm I'm just scared. I'm just scared." She's like, "Oh, okay, it's okay, baby. It's okay. <laughs> I'm about to destroy you for a minute, but yeah, it's fine. It's you basically passive aggressive behavior. <laughs> you came to your senses. It's okay because I was about to destroy you. <laughs> right? It's like it's okay. I forgive you. You came to your senses. You're not yeah. going to be sleeping on the couch tonight. I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> no, no, because if she right. killed him, she'll bring him back. <laughs> right. And the vision's going to be like, what happened here? <laughs> oh, what happened? I, I thought I died again. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, I, still, I, yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I was going to say, I, I just like how each episode he is realizing there's something off. And in this current episode, he's starting to put the pieces together. And he's like, Wanda, what did you do? Wanda, tell me what's going on. And he's confronting her like, you need to tell me what's going on. But she herself is too painful for her to tell him, you right. died <laughs> twice. <laughs> As a matter of fact, in the comics, when Doctor Strange is actually pulling her world apart, in the comics... There's every single person in her life and everything. And Doctor Strange is actually have to say this. The reason why Spider-Man is dead is because of you. The reason why Tony is dead is because of you. The reason wow. why Captain America is dead is because of you. The reason why the Avengers is pretty much dead is because of you. I'm just paraphrasing. Yeah. But it's all about trying to make her cope with what's in front of her. Wow. And she needed to be, her world needed to be torn apart. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. so, so basically House of M is what yep. we who aren't really that familiar in the comics need to start with. Right. Okay. Even though it may not be word for word in, in that same context, you can actually read between the lines to understand that House of M is actually where you actually need to be at. Okay. Because yeah. it actually integrates, it actually intersects into the multiverse of mad madness for Doctor Strange. It connects mm. for that's the MCU. Pretty, that's pretty awesome. I I like that that it that the this um, TV show could intersect with the next Doctor Strange movie. It is. It definitely is. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I yep. like it sometimes more now that they're that they're starting over because I talked to you about when. Like Agent Carter was on, 
and then Shield was on, and they tried to intersect with the movies that are out now. And it for me, it didn't intersect well enough. So this is kind of like a second chance for Marvel, in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So is there anything else that you wanted to bring up, or is that... Um, no, I, I think that I am, I am excited to see what next week's episode will bring. And yeah, I, I'm very conflicted because I want to be team Wanda because I understand, you know, she just has to cope. But also I'm team vision because I'm like, he's the biggest victim of them all. Right. Exactly. Let's see. Yeah, we uh Tataka Chan, yeah, we did talk about uh Quicksilver and everything. If you guys if you want to go on ahead, go back a little bit and everything after the show. I want to say it's like an hour and five minutes into the show. You can actually go back, and that's actually where we actually talk about uh Quicksilver being in into this universe and everything, and about how we actually think that. They're actually going to incorporate the X Men, so go on and check that out. Yeah, and everything. And is there any matter of fact, guys, in the chat, is there anything else that you guys want us to cover? Do you guys have any questions for us or anything like that? Because here's the thing: this is an open discussion thing. Uh, spoiler review. So if you guys have seen this episode, go on ahead. Tell us what you thought about this episode. If you have questions for us? Go on ahead. We'll give you at least two minutes to actually go on ahead, put something in and we'll answer any question you have. If not, we're going to go on ahead and close out for the night and yeah. everything, but we'll be back again next Friday at the same time, eight o'clock uh, PM central time, nine o'clock Eastern time, six o'clock Pacific time for another one division thing. So if you can't think of anything offhand right now, you can wait and save the flavor for the next episode that yeah. we do because so I want this to be an open discussion for everybody. I want this to be fun for everybody and not just hear our thoughts or anything. Okay, so she was wondering about Magneto. So, yeah, I'm thinking with this one, um, with the way they're actually going to do it, I want to say that Magneto will probably be introduced into the MCU. Mm, and they are actually going to connect to where uh, Quicksilver and Wanda are both brother and... Well, of course, they're both brother and sister, but I think that it's going to incorporate that Magneto is actually going to be the father. And therefore, we're actually going to see a brother-daughter and father and son and daughter relationship with Magneto and everything. And a little bit more of a background into what they were like to actually when they were around each other with Magneto. So that's yeah, just something that I'm speculating on. I an actor who played Magneto. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Michael Fassbender is actually going to be in this um, MCU universe. Unfortunately, what is he doing? Nothing. <laughs> I think he just. He feels like, and I don't blame him, that he probably brought Magneto to where he could actually bring him with the scripts that they actually had during that time. So no. I don't blame him at all if he this just wants to. This is new. He needs to come back. He ain't doing nothing. Come back, so Michael Fassbender. Now I know that they sat down with Patrick Stewart. And everything, but Patrick Stewart uh, said no, he doesn't want to be Professor X what? anymore either. Why yeah, not? So, he... Because he also oh. feels the same way that Michael Fassbender said. So, yeah. 
What about Ian? <laughs> oh yeah, Ian McKenna. Well, he can be like the the elder. Yeah, he can be like the elder. Yeah, it would make sense if they do it in this timeline. Right. Exactly. Yeah, they can bring him back because he's not doing anything either. Right. <laughs> but yeah. That's pretty much everything that we wanted to cover. Uh, Tataki Chan, I just want to say thank you for actually talking to us in the chat and everything. It was fun conversing with you. You've been here a couple of times and everything. You, your presence and everything means so much to us. I just want to let you know that. Thank you for being a part of this community. And oh, here's the thing, guys. If you guys want to, you guys don't have to. You guys can go on ahead. And click the link below. As a matter of fact, by doing that, you can donate to our our GoFundMe page. And it actually just helps us with this better sound quality, give us better te technology, and stuff like that, just to help make the show run a lot more smoother. It also keeps everything running for uh, StreamYards as well. And, you know, I just feel like that um, with the community that we have and growing and everything, if you guys want to, go ahead and do that. If not, I completely understand and everything I really do. And then also, too, guys, if you guys want to go to our uh, website for all your entertainment needs and wants, how do you do that? You just go to www.movieloversionnight.com for all your entertainment needs. We're also sponsored by Audible. Go on ahead, get your 30-day subscription on the link below. Also, too, guys, like I said, we're going to be back next week talking about WandaVision every Friday, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific Time. And then tomorrow, Tamika will be back on the show tomorrow night at eight o'clock central uh, central time nine o'clock uh wait yeah eight o'clock central time nine o'clock eastern time yes, and we're gonna be doing our review of remember the titans this is actually part of our black history month and it's actually going to extend out until the beginning of march a little bit so we're just going to go ahead and give you some of that great flavor of celebrating black history month <laughs> so <Yay>. and <laughs> Let's see if there's anything else I want to mention. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to, go ahead and follow me on Facebook at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite over there. On Instagram at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite over there as well. You guys can follow me on Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter, John DeGorio8 on, on Twitter as well. Matter of fact, I'm actually on a new operating system as well right now that we're actually going to try and do. Maybe a little bit more of a laid-back show that we're going to be starting up pretty soon. But it's just... It's going to have no, um, here's the thing, no topics or anything like that. It's basically just us talking, just just shooting the crap with each other, if you yeah. will. <laughs> and, but, but, you know, and matter of fact, that's actually on Stereo. You can follow me at www.stereo.com forward slash movie lovers unit. <laughs> so you can follow me there. Be quiet. They won't let me have the E to be okay. So... <laughs> And then, of course, you guys can follow me on uh, Pinterest as well at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. And then, guys, do me this one big favor, please. If you guys love what you see, if you love this channel, click that subscribe button. Go ahead. Show us some love. Give us that thumbs up. Comment in the comments section if you guys have any questions for us because I want to interact with you guys. And always, until next time, guys, have a good night. Stay safe. Disinfect your hands. Wear your mask. Stay six feet apart. And bye-bye. Hey guys, John here. I just want to talk about something for a minute. We actually have a Patreon up 
right now in full swing. And that is our $5 a month plan. It's called Movie Lovers Classics. It covers bonus episodes, reviewing classic movies like you're about to listen to right now with the uh, little Caesar review that we just did, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, shoutouts on the main uh, feed, early access to episodes, and then we also have all-access documentary series review, which is $10 a month. And that includes bonus episodes, Eli Roth's History of Horror, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, shoutouts on the main feed as well. And then that also includes our classic... Uh, movie reviews as well and then our $20 a month plan is our VIP movie lover and that also includes bonus episodes classic movie reviews interviews with independent actors actresses directors and comic book writers and it also includes movie lovers documentaries and early access to episodes monthly newsletters free digital movies and shout outs on the main feed as well go ahead subscribe to the patreon we hope that we'll see you there and always until next time guys bye bye